The Honorable Premier of Alberta, Danielle Smith. Premier Danielle Smith and her team have been working hard uh, making treatment spaces easier to access for Albertans and making recovery more available than ever before. This is cutting edge. This hasn't happened ever in the history of, well, Canada, I'll say, where we've got more and more treatment spaces opening up every single day and every single year. So a big round of applause to the government of Alberta for that. So with recovery-oriented systems of care, Alberta is clearly in the midst of remarkable innovation, ensuring Albertans see the message that recovery from addiction is possible, attainable, and sustainable. So everyone, please join me in welcoming to the stage the Honourable Premier, Danielle Smith. Well, good morning, everyone, and thank you so much, Jared, for that kind introduction. I should let you know that this screen I could see on the other side, so I've got a close-up view of that incredible dance done by Kyle Youngpine, and I think that that was just an incredible way to start the, the morning today. It is truly a pleasure to be here at the Alberta Recovery Centre Conference. This is the sixth annual Recovery Capital Conference, and the third conference to be held here in Calgary. Okay. Tansy, and welcome. I would like to acknowledge some of Alberta's First Nations leaders and several of my colleagues from this province and across the country. I'm honored that we are joined today by Chief Vernon Saddleback of the Samson Cree Nation, former Grand Chief Billy Moran of the Enoch Cree uh, First Nation, former Chief Charles Weaselhead of the Kainai First Nation, and Councillor Reuben Breaker of the Siksika Nation. And I want to give a warm welcome to all First Nations and Métis people from across the land who are joining us here today. <laughs> and from my cabinet, we have Nicholas Milliken, the first minister uh, in Alberta to lead a dedicated ministry of mental health and addiction. Mike Ellis, our Minister of Public Safety and Emergency Services, and he got things started as the former Associate Minister of Mental Health and Addiction. And Jeremy Nixon, our Minister of Seniors, Community and Social Services. Give them a round of applause because this really has been a team effort. And of course, what we're doing here is getting noticed across the country, which is why I'm so delighted that we do have representatives from other provinces, Michael Tobolo, Ontario's Associate Minister of Mental Health and Addiction and Everett Hindley, Saskatchewan's Minister of Mental Health and Addictions, Seniors Rural and Remote Health. Thank you so much for being here today. And you've probably seen that we are now in partnership with our two major cities with task forces that just recently got announced in the last couple of months. I'd like to recognize Calgary City Councillors Sonia Sharp and Andre Chabot who are serving on the Calgary Public Safety and Community Response Task Force. I'm so grateful to be here to share our government's vision for supporting Albertans in the pursuit of recovery and addiction and mental health challenges. It is an incredible feeling to be standing in front of a, a sold-out conference of, it says in my notes here, 1,200 people, but I've been told it's actually 1,300 people, if you can believe it. Yes, thank you all for being here and braving these roads, uh, who all believe, as I do, that recovery is possible. And I want to take a moment to acknowledge and congratulate everyone here who is proud to be in recovery. 
I have seen time and time again that when you share your stories with others and you inspire countless people to change their lives for the better, your stories of pursuing and achieving and maintaining recovery are a guiding light for our government as we strive to make this opportunity for positive change a reality for every single Albertan. We're even more driven to do so by the dedication and commitment that you have towards helping others by giving your lives in the service of those who still suffer from this illness. We commend you and we thank you. The conversations that will be taking place here in Calgary over the next two days could not come at a better time. Whether it be here in Alberta, throughout the rest of Canada, or across North America, we are seeing the devastating impacts of the illness of addiction and that it is having on families, communities, and workplaces. These challenges are a result of years of neglecting systems of care that we know work to help people rebuild their lives and re-engage in their community and reconnect with families in pursuit of a drug-free life. We know that these systems can work because there are thousands of people across this country who live lives in recovery from addiction every single day. And yet, despite the life-saving and life-changing work that you do every day, this sector was ignored for years by governments, even as the addiction crisis deepened across our nation. Since being elected in 2019, our government has sought to ensure that everyone has the opportunity to pursue recovery. Uh, I should just for a moment say that uh, none of this could have happened without the inspired leadership of our former premier, Jason Kenney, who was, yeah, and he was um, also smart enough to, re to recruit Marshall Smith. I noticed Marshall Smith never puts himself in my notes, but Marshall Smith was the chief of staff to the Associate Minister of Mental Health and Addiction and got this rolling. I managed to pluck him out so he could be my chief of staff so that he could continue on with the great work. And if you haven't had a chance, you really should get him to sit down for his two-hour presentation about where we're at in the process because he has this eight-year vision. And I must tell you, we're only three and a half years in, so the best is yet to come. But I, I do want to make sure that uh, you know that the, the work that got started is going to, to continue because we, we, we certainly have our muse in, uh, in Marshall Smith, who's in recovery himself. I know that you'll hear from him later and he just does a tremendous job. So please give him a round of applause. But let me tell you the record of the government so you can see where we've been and where we continue to go. We set out with an initial commitment to spend $140 million over four years to address the addiction crisis taking place here in Alberta. And with that funding, our initial goal was to support an additional 4,000 Albertans every year to access detox treatment and recovery by funding more beds across the, the province. Now, four years later, we're partnering with organizations across Alberta, and we're supporting over 10,000 more Albertans every year with barrier-free access to these services. Next, we eliminated all user fees for publicly funded addiction treatment. It was a massive step forward because under previous governments, Albertans had to pay $40 a day to access publicly funded treatment beds. Albertans were forced to choose between selling their car and remortgaging their home to access life-saving addiction treatment supports. And that was completely unacceptable. We've also made opium, opioid addiction treatment available on demand anywhere in the province anywhere uh, through our award-winning virtual opioid dependency program. And so with no fees and no wait list, anyone in Alberta can call and get same-day access to medication-based treatment for opioid addiction. 
these are just a, a few of the things that we've accomplished. And there will be plenty of time to hear more about the Alberta model that we're building here over the next couple of days. But there's one more thing that I really want to touch on. Over the last decade, we've seen the issues of addiction, homelessness, and public safety grow and affect every community in Alberta, with our major centres of Calgary and Edmonton being no exception, but I see it as well in Lethbridge, Medicine Hat, and Wetaskiwin, and other places across the province. We've been taking immediate action to address these social issues through the recently appointed public safety and community response task forces in both of our major urban centres of Calgary and Edmonton. Each task force includes four cabinet ministers, city officials, indigenous voices, in addition to police, fire, and EMS, all working together to implement $187 million in new funding from the province to address these issues. This includes the creation of a, a, the following things in uh, our major centres, new recovery communities, increased medical detox and pretreatment capacity. Just last week, you may have seen the task force announced the drop-in centre here in Calgary will create 35 detox and pretreatment um, beds capable of supporting 1,000 Calgarians every year. A new police uh, health hub model where police and health services will work hand-in-hand, -hand, build harm reduction and recovery outreach teams, and also will be implementing addiction and mental health treatment programs in correctional centres. In order to effectively tackle addiction, we need to work together across sectors. And these teams have our government's full support to make Calgary and Edmonton safer and healthier for everyone. It's clear that now is the time to continue moving forward and to continue investing in our system of care for Albertans. And to accomplish this, I'm pleased to announce here at the Alberta Recovery Conference that next week our government will table a budget which will include record-breaking investments to a comprehensive mental health and addiction care system. In 2019, when we came to office, the mental health and addiction-specific budget was only about $87 million a year. Next year alone, if passed, budget 2023 will provide $275 million in funding for the Ministry of Mental Health and Addiction. This record-breaking investment would be used to focus on key priorities, including increasing our harm reduction programs, Indigenous partnerships, further increasing access to treatment and recovery supports, helping children and youth improve their mental health, partnering with first responders to keep communities safe while treating mental health and addiction compassionately. And as many of you know, our government is building for the future of Alberta with new next-generation treatment facilities called recovery communities. Now, recovery communities are holistic, long-term facilities where people have the time and the support they need to work not only on recovery, but on every part of their lives. With six already underway, including one in Red Deer that's about to welcome its first residents, Budget 2023 would bring the total number of newly constructed recovery communities to nine, with an additional $75 million in capital funding to put three new projects on the books. This will bring the total investment for building new recovery communities to over $200 million, with projects planned in Calgary, in Edmonton, the North Zone, the Central Zone, and the Calgary Zone. And I'm proud to say that these projects will start coming into operation this year with the completion of the Red Deer Recovery Community, the Lethbridge Recovery Community, and the Gun Recovery Community. And lastly, one of the projects that I'm most proud of is the recovery community that we've been building in partnership with the Blood Tribe in southern Alberta. It's got a very unique design that's uh, going to also incorporate not only 
sort of modern treatment methods, but also some of the traditional uh, healing methods. And we hope that becomes a model that we can uh, make sure that we expand to other nations in the province. This significant project is just one example of how we're working in partnership with First Nations people in Alberta to respond to the mental health and addiction needs of everyone in Alberta. We found that over the past four years of our work, which is um, something that Indigenous communities have known for decades, is that the federal government has not taken its responsibility to adequately fund and support Indigenous health, especially mental health and addiction. And we find this unacceptable. Alberta's, Alberta's But we're also not going to wait for them. We're just going to go ahead and do it. I mean, I'm pleased to see that with the new health deal, there is a specific line item for Indigenous health support. And we intend to make sure that uh, we work continuously with our First Nations partner to leverage those dollars so that we can get the maximum amount of care. Alberta's government will walk together with Indigenous communities across Alberta to provide more land-based and trauma-informed, high-quality addiction treatment services that are driven by the communities that they serve. Recovery communities mark a monumental shift in the way addiction treatment is provided in Alberta. And when all is said and done, they will add nearly 700 new treatment beds across the province. The, the historic investments that will be proposed in Budget 2023 are necessary to continue to respond to the addiction crisis, support the mental health and well-being of Albertans, and build strong systems of care across the province. In the weeks ahead, after its table, Alberta's Minister of Mental Health and Addiction, Nicholas Milliken, will have more to say on the spe specifics of the mental health and addiction budget. When we say recovery is possible, there are some of us that tell us that we have unreasonable expectations. Critics say that recovery is not an achievable or even a realistic goal. But what they fail to understand is this. When we say recovery is possible, we're providing hope and optimism to people who are often living without any hope. We're saying that you can recover and there is a better life for you that you deserve and that we will be there for you. On top of that, we're saying that we're going to build a system of care that actually gives everyone in Alberta a real opportunity to begin and be supported in that pursuit. I'm proud to say that we refuse to accept the status quo in Alberta. We rejected the idea that the system we inherited from the previous government is the best we could do. We dared to set higher expectations and we've made significant progress of, toward achieving them. We are well on our way to having systems of, of care where recovery and wellness is possible for everyone. A system that's comprehensive and integrated, a system that's accessible and affordable, and above all, a system that's compassionate but fair that treats people with dignity while treating addiction like the serious illness that it is. And because of the hard work of Minister Milliken and his predecessors in the portfolio, Ministers Ellis and Luan, and the efforts of so many in this room over the last four years, Alberta is now indisputably Canada's leader in a recovery-oriented system of care. <laughs> there is still more work to do, and I can think of no better place to get started than here at the Alberta Recovery Conference. And I want to thank the organizers for bringing together leading researchers, health professionals, and community leaders, people working on the front lines and behind the scenes, saving lives and helping people to rebuild their own. I have no doubt that the research and wisdom and stories they share will not only inform, but strengthen our collective commitment to supporting Albertans and Canadians in their pursuit of recovery. I also want to thank all of the attendees 
many of whom are living proof that recovery is possible, for taking the time to participate in this important conference. Over the next two days, this will be a place where ideas and expertise and inspiration come together and where everyone leaves with a deeper understanding and renewed commitment to recovery-oriented care. I'm looking forward to our continued collaboration as we work in support of more Albertans in their pursuit of recovery. Thank you so much and enjoy the conference.